I have a secret. Don't laugh. I don't like. I hate right. that. Well, that oh fuck, dude! I can tell how wet you are. Fucking, you're hustling. Please don't steal my stuff. See things, see your psyche. What you, are you fucking? Are you walking in here with fucking wet cancer farts on your hands? I was just gonna say. Yeah, I think it's not south, but uh, in the middle center thing. <laughs> So he went over these things as a family called vacations. Literally, white people is crazy. That's exactly. There's no other thought that could be going through her head but that. Fifty something. Sure. White woman who definitely is allowed to get hand job. That's how I gave up fast food. I ate Taco Bell two nights in a row. That's really good audio. Realizes that was hysterical. People love heavy calls in the mics. Have a good day, whore. I literally give the, the, the bus driver like twenty dollars. I'm like, here's twenty dollars for my white heels. Anyway, break it down. No, I'm honestly curious. Break that down. That makes sense. Not dance. Explain. <laughs> <laughs>
you know, there's erosion and deterioration on the Sphinx that's, like, consistent with rainfall, which mm. hasn't happened in that area of the world since, like, the end of the last Ice Age. Um, so, so basically, like, over the years, like, so, so he basically had this whole theory that we just aren't the first advanced civilization. Like, this isn't the first time that humanity has gotten this advanced. And if you look at shows like... Um, like, do you ever see, like, some of those specials are, like, what happens after we're gone? And it's, like, well, in 10 years, all our buildings are gone. And in 20 years, all the buildings are completely eroded and sucked back into the ground. And, like... like no. I, oh, really? I've seen, I've seen one where this, this guy goes around and tours, like, tours those buildings, like, empty buildings and yeah. empty theme parks and shit, but not, like, profits or, like, theori- theori- theorizing <laughs> on the future of what they would look so like. So there's like, there's a bunch of specials that have been out that are like, you know, what happens after like civilization collapses, like how long before there's no trace of us. Mm-hmm. And like, as it turns out, not very long. <laughs> like, you know, like not long at all. Like within a hundred years, you wouldn't know we fucking existed. You mean like the things that we've created and everything? Like, yeah, like the technology, like the way the earth would like absorb the materials back in, like, you know, all kinds of crazy shit. Even like the, uh, like the toxic shit, like all the, the fucking plastics and all that stuff. Earth brings everything back to baseline sooner or later. Hmm. And sooner than later in most cases, as it turns out. Um, but anyway, so, like, basically, like, within 100, 200 years, like, you don't even know humanity fucking existed, right? If they just disappeared today, every trace Yeah, like, if we just, if, you know, if a nuke took us out, you know, and some island, some island tribe ends up repopulating the world, you know, getting on boats like fucking Moana and fucking repopulating is the world. Is that what Moana's about? Yeah, I think so. Oh. Um, and then, like, you know, comes to, you know, the Western world and, like, like outside of like maybe digging for our bones in a couple hundred years, they wouldn't even know we fucking existed. Like not real like records of a lot of our buildings. Cause there's not as like well-made as like the pyramids or the fucking Coliseum oh, yeah. or shit like, like that. The like old, old buildings now are like 125 years maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So without getting too far off subject, um, like a lot of it touches on like the idea that if an ancient civilization was, like, really technologically advanced or just, like, really advanced, like, in any way, mm-hmm. you wouldn't, like, have a trace of them. So he made this argument, like, in the early to mid-90s that, like, Egyptology is wrong <clears throat> and, like, they're putting arbitrary dates based on, like, things that don't really matter, but they're just, they're guesstimating. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of, like, archaeologists were, like, really pissed at him. But, like, over the next, like, 30 years, like, most of his theories have been proven true. So <clears throat> he wrote a couple books. I've listened to, like, dozens of interviews with him. He's, like, fascinating. Like, this theory is fucking fascinating. And I'm not saying it's true. I'm saying it's easy to fucking believe if you listen to what he's saying. His theory that Egypt... Um... So not just Egypt. So ready? Like, so I'll give, like the 30,000 foot view of it. Mm. And the show is like really condensed. So like the stuff that he has in his books and the stuff that he talks about in his interviews, like this doesn't even scratch the fucking surface because he goes into like magnificent detail. But basically they've discovered like since then a bunch of sites all around the globe of like constructions that either like they didn't realize what they were or have like been intentionally buried that when they date, they date back to like, you know, like 54,000 BC, um, which is, 
you know, the end of the last, the, the middle to end of the last ice age. Yeah, yeah. Which people were around for, but they assumed that they were all like cave dwellers and hunter gatherers. And he makes the point like, well, we coexist with hunter gatherers. Like there are tribes all over the world, like on remote islands mm-hmm. and in like Central Africa and, you know, parts of Asia, the fucking, the Cossacks, like. The indigenous people and stuff. It, yeah, yeah, and fucking the outback in Australia, like we coexist as technology, technologically advanced civilizations with hunter gatherer tribes all over the fucking world. What is to say that that hasn't happened in the past, especially during a point in time where there was like no historical record of it. Then there's like all of these cultures all over the world. Right. So when you start doing like the radiocarbon dating for, um, for the pyramids, for the Sphinx, for, for, for like Gobekli Tepe, for like all of these weird fucking structures all around the world, they all date back to that like fifty to sixty four thousand BC time period, mm-hmm. which means that's when they were built. So like, how do a bunch of people who could barely use stone tools all of a sudden make these magnificent structures? So like, someone like, like what's his name? Like the ancient alien guys will be like, it must've been aliens. Cause how could people do that? Yeah. But he basically makes the argument and this is where it gets fucking crazy. And it starts tying in all kinds of shit where he's like, he's like one of the commonalities in these like structures and there's structures like this in America too. There's structures like this in Ohio and Georgia. Um, it, all over Central and South America, we know that there's, like, when they do... There's some kind of, like, topographical, like, they could shoot radar into the ground and find structures. Mm-hmm. We know that there are, like, mile-high structures buried under the floor of the Amazon desert that we've never even, like, fucking seen yet because it's, like, we can't even get in there. Mm-hmm. So he makes the connection that, like, the predominant... Com- like, all of these things, right that like people not people but like these structures have in common is one they're like they're not close to each other they're in like remote corners all over the world Mm -hmm. right like on giant islands in the asian south pacific and or tiny islands in the asian south pacific or like in greece or like in egypt or in turkey or in uzbekistan or in Mm -hmm. mexico or georgia or ohio And um, he's like, you know, when you go back and you look at all of these, you know, Iraq, Iran, Persia, like you go back and you look at all these cultures, they all have these things in common. One, almost all the structures are pyramids, Mm -hmm. all of them in some way, shape or form, like not necessarily the perfect pyramid. That's like, you know, the great pyramid in Giza, like Mm. the back of a dollar bill pyramid, but like pyramid structures right mm-hmm. um cholula cholula is the biggest pyramid it's bigger than the great pyramid nobody fucking they everybody thinks it's a hot sauce like it is but like um they all share stories of an immense flood right mm-hmm. like global flooding um whether that's like noah's ark or whether that's uh fucking a demu in fucking, uh, like not Assyrian. Um, uh, what the fuck is it called? Like Babylonian myths, oh, okay. um, the Greek myths of the flood, the fucking, the Aztec myths, the Mexican myths, the the Iroquois 
like, mm-hmm. you know, flood stories. And he's like, you know, what we need to do is, like, stop looking at these as myths. Like, it's not a myth. Clearly, there was a giant fucking flood because all of these cultures all over the world have a story about this fucking global catastrophe flood where there were very few survivors and they were left to reportion, repopulate the world. Mm-hmm. Maybe they didn't repopulate the world. Maybe they repopulated parts of the world, you know, separately at like in different areas. And then they all have stories of someone arrives by sea and like all of the characters in these stories, whether it's like the Aztec story of like Quetzalcoatl or like, um, like the, the Babylonian stories where like they went to Zoroaster and fucking, they all have like a long white robe. They all have like thick bushy beards and they all like, they predominantly arrive by sea and then they explain like, okay guys, this is basically, these are the, like we're starting from zero here. Mm -hmm. This is how you re build civilization these are the rules you need to follow this is like what gets you there and they don't give them technology but they're clearly advanced and they have some sort of advanced knowledge but they're people they're not like aliens they're they're people and he's like you know and then he ties it back and this is where like people start to roll their eyes but i'm like it actually makes fucking sense to a degree he's like you know you look at um you look at plato right Mm mm-hmm People take, like, everything Plato said as, like, it's true, right? There's one thing that he talked about that everybody's like, well, he was making that up, and that's um, that's Atlantis. And Plato describes the information that he, like, the whole history of, like, Atlantis as a civilization. You I'm, know, not the, I'm not that, I mean, I know the... Story. I know, the I story, movie, yeah, the basic story, like a fucking a, a advanced advanced island nation that like fell into the ocean, mm-hmm. and so um, they just kept surviving, or was like engulfed in the ocean. Yeah. Um. So Plato described Atlantis, and he like tells the story of like you know I found out from this guy who found out from this guy who found out from this guy. He's like generations removed, and he's like you know we just kept it alive through oral tradition, but like there was this civilization. Like, that was just highly, highly advanced. Like, they they had technology, and they understood agriculture, and they, like, understood, like, the rules for, like, building a civilization. And they were just advanced. And, like, according to him, like, they taught the Egyptians how to build the pyramids and, like, you know, like, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, everyone's like, well, he was making that up. But he wasn't making everything else up? Like, that's the only thing he was making up? Like, what the fuck is that? And the timeline actually fits that around the time that all of these structures were built that are all pyramids predominantly that all align to the same like constellations where they don't believe it was like they didn't think. So he makes the case. He's like, it's not like astrology where you're like looking at the stars and saying like, well, the stars are going to tell me what's going to happen. It's astronomy Mm -hmm. where you're looking at space and you're like, okay, well, if I'm focusing on this point, that's the direction where an impact coming towards our planet is going to come from. What do you mean an impact? <clears throat> an impact, a comet, an asteroid, a meteor. Hmm. So if we can see this portion of the sky, that's where like the meteor fields are, and we know if we're going to get hit. And they all have stories of like the snakes falling from the sky and destroying the planet, which a comet 
falling from the sky looks like a fucking snake with a tail, right? So they all have the same stories. And he's like, he basically has the theory that like somewhere around that time period, there was an asteroidal impact like at the polar ice caps, Mm -hmm. which just like the immense amount of heat just like melted the fucking ice calling, you know, rising the sea level 400 feet and just like engulfing most of the fucking land, leaving us with the, uh, with the like global terrain that we have now wiping Mm -hmm. out all of the population and people were left to rebuild. So all of those stories of like the, the great flood, you know, whatever religion, whatever region, whatever oral tradition, they're not stories. It happened. Everybody just has their own version of the story because there's like cultural language differences. Mm -hmm. And that's probably how we got to where we are. And then like the big warning is like, look the fuck out because this shit could happen again at any time. And like, if you're not like a hunter gatherer, you, if you're like reliant on modern civilization and like which society and most of the world at this point, which most of the world is, then you probably won't survive because you have to know how to survive like on your own. You also have to be like on the high ground, mm-hmm. which we're not, you know, we're like pretty close to the fucking coast. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's fucking fascinating. And then it ties together like, because I have this, you know, we were talking about this a little bit downstairs, but like, I'm like, I'm deeply obsessed with like religion, not just from like a spirit, like honestly, not even from a spiritual perspective at all, but from like a historical perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tend to look at like religion as a whole. Like I definitely have a predominant set of beliefs, but I tend to look at it as a whole, not where like, this is wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, you know, science says this isn't possible. I tend to look at it more from a perspective of, like, where do the stories overlap? Mm-hmm. What is the commonality? Because the things that are common across all of them are probably the things that are accurate, whether that's, like, historically, theologically, like, whatever, and there is, like, a bunch of crossover. And this ties it together in, like, a super tangible way, and I've just been, like, fascinated by it, and, like, the show does like the books no justice whatsoever, but like I don't know. I'm glad it fucking I'm glad he's finally like getting the kind of recognition where he's on TV. But I felt I thought it tied in with the other conversation we were having quite a bit in the, in a weird roundabout way. Yeah, yeah, it kind of does. It's um it's interesting. I you know actually like I I went to the um when I was in Mexico we went to the Mayan temples. Okay. Um, which were like massive. And, like, very fucking old. Right. Um, But fairly well, like, what was there was well preserved. Yeah. And I guess on what you said, the one thing I noticed was, um, so, like, we took a tour, and some of the stuff was, it was, like, stone. It was, like, lots of stone, but but it was, like, how the stone was cut and how it was placed. and How precisely it was cut. Yeah, so, like, they have, like, um, in, like, the center of a, I guess it was, like, the barrio, the neighborhood or whatever. Yeah was a like a town square kind of like building or something or whatever and it had a like a sundial on it which so like really what this is is like a like a razor sharp line of fucking like sliced through this yep like, stone that's about 30 feet no maybe no, i'm sorry maybe like 10 to 15 feet wide right? yeah like a fucking like the size of your pinky like laser slice through the stone and it's set and positioned in a place so that Every day, like when it gets to this part, that when the sun is like here, 
it will be there on the ground. You yeah. Know? So like to tell time, obviously, but but it was just simple things like that, like because you're going back again, like thousands of years. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if you ever tried to cut a rock, but like. It's really right. Um, it's like you couldn't do that shit now. So to pretend these people weren't like advanced in some way, like beyond what we can comprehend, is like and, and not giving them justice. Sure, they. What's so? It's weird because like they. So obviously you could tell like they, they had um, some kind of advanced method to produce furniture and like architecture and structures, like solid structures out of any number of like various stones and shit. But but in some ways they were like kind of crude in that. If I remember correctly, they had uh, the living room, like the common area. It was like um, in the Mayan temples were like generally a, it was a circular room that sat with like a descending level of stairs. So like the, the stairs, as you got to the center of the room, you'd be lower in the ground, stepping downwards, like stepping down. Yeah, yeah. To like a bench, like a circular bench, right? Yeah. So they would bury the dead um, below, the, like in the bottom of this area here, and then put like, cover it over and then cook on top of them, prepare their meals for everybody, like, right above the dead. But so anyway, it's like, so they had, imagine, like, maybe seven to eight circles that the widest one is probably, like, 50 to 75 feet wide, and then going down, like, 10 feet smaller every time, you know? But cut to, like, like cut like a fucking circle, like a circle. There's right. not, like, it wasn't like a... Uh, like There's not, like, a margin edges. for error, yeah. It's not like, oh, look, we found this round rock over here. Um, no, it's a fucking, it's like somebody again with a laser cutter, like yeah. smoothly fucking cut this giant, this like thing off of a mountain or something. So to me, like, I don't, I don't really have, I don't, I've not really given much time in my life to like consider a lot of those things, I guess. But certainly that was like a, like a technical feat and a, and a marvel. Like, I guess I just, I don't often <clears throat> sit and think about, uh, extraterrestrials or like things that were just like, like such things, I suppose. So I... Yeah, I don't... And I haven't... I don't... I'm not really surrounded by a lot of media that would perpetuate that. I'm not on social media that would, like... So I guess I just kind of, like, um... I, want, I don't know, almost ignorant, almost? I've had, like, heated arguments with Kevin about this. I don't know why. He gets, like, so upset about this type of thing. But, like, it's like they... They don't know to till today. Like, it's been proven time and time again. They don't know till today. Like, outside of using, like, a 3D printer and a laser cutter, they can't replicate, like, most of these constructions, especially the Egyptian pyramids. I and mean, there's just the most famous ones. Mm -hmm. Like, they can't replicate any of these. They don't know how they made Gobekli Tepe. They don't know about how they made fucking Cholula. They don't know how they made... There's... there's um, Oh, God, I don't know what it's called, but there's a... um. So there's, in in Turkey somewhere, there's, um, or maybe it's in, like, what was Persia. Um, there's, like, these this entire underground city. And, like, the construction of it mimics um, what was written about in the book of the Zoroastrianisms, where, like... What's that, what's that? It's like the oldest known religion in the world. What is it called? Zoroastrianism. Oh. It's the oldest known religion. It like okay. predates like anything else that we know of. Mm -hmm. Um, and there was so basically like, it's it's really fascinating. Honestly, it's a fascinating religion from the perspective of, it's it basically says like there's always good, there is always evil, mm -hmm. and like good is the creative force and evil is the destructive force, and like it's within you as an individual to decide like 
what you're going to be. And it's like, you know, after this, you know, many other religions will come. But if they are teaching you to, like, do good, then they basically are good and they're leading you in the right direction. And there is, like, no right or wrong. There's only, like, doing what's good and doing what isn't good and blah, blah, blah. But it, um, it, it calls, it refers to God as Ahura Mazda, which means the creative spark, the divine spark. Like, it's the spark that, like, is within everyone that, like, brings you to life. Mm -hmm. Um, and the founder of the religion was supposedly visited and said, listen, like, you have to protect your people. A great flood is coming. You know, same fucking story. And, um, they're like, you know, he's asked to do it by taking on like a 12 year task of building underground cities. And they spend like 12 years building underground cities and they discovered these underground cities. And okay. they are from the exact time period that we would have had that fucking asteroid shower that like flooded the entire fucking world. And like that to me, that's just like, like what the fuck? Like it's when something's a coincidence over and over and over and over and over again, mm -hmm. can't be a coincidence, right? It's just like, then it's repetitious behavior. So there's, a, I don't know if this is the same, but there's um, also in Mexico, there's these like cenotes, mm -hmm. which are like these, um, they, I mean, they're very, they look very much like naturally made, structures but they're these like caverns these yeah. like like lake type like uh fucking caverns that are like the most exquisite fucking like beautiful like things i've ever seen in my life but um there's like hundreds of them like hundreds of them in mexico at least along like the yucatan peninsula where i was yeah and i didn't really like to me i guess i just wondered like why doesn't that exist everywhere it was i don't know i'm sure i'm just going off on a i'm just trying to connect draw a connection to something that wasn't like whatever but Oh, maybe, maybe not. Could have been just like a geological pocket or some shit. There's, there's a lot of, but that, that fucking fascinates me because it brings like that type of thing to like a very palatable. Sure. Like place because it's not about like, it's not necessarily about like, I don't know, like your spirit or your soul or anything like that. Like it's about like. Hey, like if we understand the universe, then we understand like what can potentially happen to us. And maybe historically there were a lot of people who understood a lot more than we thought they did. And like the way they spoke about it made us think that they were like practicing a set of beliefs, but like maybe it wasn't, maybe it's just like, was their actual experience. Hmm. So, so a friend of mine, uh, a friend of ours, rather recently, um, I was having a, a uninitiated conversation about religion, uh -huh. and um, I, I have to paraphrase again because I do forget the exact, the exact line. But he he basically said that the one of the first things the Bible tells you is that the Bible is just a bunch of stories, like meant to relay a group of beliefs or ideas onto somebody to like provide them insight and all these different things and all that. And that, uh -huh. um, obviously they're just like story ish. That's like him. That's maybe his paraphrasing and my paraphrasing him now. Um, but yeah, so that like, cause I guess my argument was just like, was the, the Bible like to me seems like a bunch of stories and it is like, that's what it is. Right. Um, 
shit. Yeah, there's a fucking reason I never I hate going down this rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What is the reason you hate going down this rabbit hole? Well, because I I'm like I'm basically let's I do a therapy. I don't session. know if I'm I don't know if I'm like was it atheist or is it and uh, um, an atheist means you definitively believe that there is not a higher power antagonist or, or intelligence antagonist. at all. Uh, agnostic, agnostic means that you believe that something exists, but you don't have... Yeah, so I'm firmly agnostic. You like, don't know what it is. I'm firmly agnostic, and I I don't, like... I haven't... Uh, it wasn't, like, religion was not actively brought into my family or, like, into my life by anybody, really, right. that was close to me. So um, I was left to discover it on my own. And I like I was saying before we started this, up until about a month ago, I had misrepresented myself. Like, the religion that I was, I, like, that's how little we talk about it in my family. I thought I was fucking Presbyterian, and uh, apparently I'm, like, a Lutheran or some shit. And my mom just, like, very nonchalantly informed me of this. So, so I don't, I'm not very well informed. So most arguments on religion, um, I come across that way. But I don't, yeah, I don't claim to, to be, to know or be any kind of way. But, but so I got into, like, a conversation. But wait, where's the discomfort in the conversation come from? Well, because most people, most everybody that talks about religion is very, like, has very firm beliefs about it. There's not a lot of people that I talk to that yeah, are, Yeah, I like, guess so. Yeah. Nobody's, not too many people that want to talk about religion are like, I don't really know, man. Like, you know, maybe there's a God, maybe there's not. Because, like, that would be the end of the conversation. They have beliefs, <laughs> so, like... It could be, unless you fucking take an exploratory, like... Manner of looking at it, but like and but say for me like, too, like I'm the same way. So I'd just be like, I don't know either, man. Like I don't know, whatever, right? And that'd be the end of the that would be the end of the conversation. Sure. But so like for me, it's it's people that are very like um, either informed or like very like uh, they're just set in their ways. They're set in their beliefs. They they were taught one thing or they know one. Can thing. I challenge that? Sure. I think it's le- I think people who really in both directions, people who want to get really. Like, I want to have a conversation about religion, whether they are for it or against it, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> whether they are... And honestly, I got to say, some of the most frustrating conversations I've had with people who are like, who definitively call themselves atheist, because they don't even realize that that's a religion in and of itself because they wear it like a badge of honor. Like, mm. you know, I don't believe in anything. If it can't be proven to me, then like, okay, well, fucking, that's a, that's a dumb fucking point of view because most things have not been proven to most people like on, a, yeah, like, on an individual fucking basis. Like, I have to see it for myself. Okay, I've not, I've not seen that the earth, the earth is actually round, but right. I know that it is. Right, like you've not seen that fucking penicillin actually attacks fucking bacteria in your system. You haven't like taken penicillin and then taken like a blood sample and looked at it under a microscope, but you believe it works. Sure. So like that whole ass like perspective of like, if I don't see it with my own eyes, if it can't be proven to me, then I don't think it's real. Like, that is just you're just a jerk off like like that's really like it's really a fucking very narrow minded egocentric point of view now to be fair and call a spade a spade i think that most people who want to have like conversations and particularly arguments about religion are not necessarily well informed i just think they're really opinionated they just they, sure. they have a perspective and they believe in their perspective, but they don't even understand enough of the subject matter of what they're talking about to actually have an intelligent conversation about it if you were to scratch the surface, whether they are religious or not. So I want to play devil's advocate here and say that 
there's so many fucking religions and everybody in every part of those like whether it's uh i don't fucking know like catholicism or whether it's like judaism or whatever it might be like they sure they all seem to believe in like a higher power or god or something but what and who he is and what he did and and how he got there and what he his impact on those people is very different across the board and like islam is it though i don't know like islam i don't feel like and like the suicide like the the 72 virgins or whatever like there just seems like there's so many variances of it so like to be for me to be informed islam of religion, is basically judaism plus violence but like so if you're <laughs> like to for me to if you're saying like to say that you're informed of religion is like being knowledgeable about a set of beliefs i guess well i don't th- here's the thing like let me or let me, religious history are you saying? let me elaborate on this a little more i think that most people who and i'm talking about religious people specifically I don't think most people even understand their own beliefs. I think so like I get in fucking, I'll get in arguments with people. And this is like, I got in an argument at Ken's house with uh, a couple people at his house about this because, and what was said to me and this really fucking pissed me off was like, well, I don't get it. You seem like so smart. How could you believe in religion? (laughs) And it's like, first of all, that's pretty fucking condescending, especially from somebody. And, And then it's like, they're like, well, like, how could you believe in a man in the clouds? Who the fuck said I believe in a man in the clouds? <laughs> like, you think that's what I believe? Like, you are saying something retarded. You are taking this really weird fucking... Pre- like, that entire man in the clouds concept is based on a painting. Like, it's based on the fucking Michelangelo's fucking creation of man in the Sistine Chapel. Mm. You walk in, you look overhead. I haven't been there. But you walk in, you look overhead, you see the painting, and it's like a guy on a cloud, you know, pointing his finger, and he's creating, like, Adam. Mm-hmm. But it's like, listen, I'm not Michelangelo. I didn't tell him how to paint God. <laughs> but, like, sure. because that's how he should... Maybe he chose to fucking represent it as, like, a cloud. Maybe he chose... To, maybe he could have chose to represent God as a frog. Does that mean I believe in a frog in the sky now? Like... You're taking, like, this one historical reference that's, like, very, like, probably probably the only painting that I know of that is, like, a painting, not, like, a painting of, like, Jesus or, like, a Messiah or something like that, like, a painting that's supposed to be interpreting God and saying, like, that's what I fucking believe. Well, I'm, I, I apologize on behalf of Michelangelo painting this fucking... <laughs> you know, chapel in like the, whatever it fucking, whatever year it was. And, but don't ascribe that as my belief and say, I'm dumb for believing something that you're actually dumb for thinking that's my fucking interpretation because that's not what I think. Yeah. And, but here's the thing. They kind of have a point too, because there are a lot of fucking idiots I know especially people that I grew up with growing up in a like heavily Italian Catholic community that actually think that what they go to church every Sunday and learn about is a man in the clouds. Mm -hmm. Well, it doesn't fucking say that that's what it's like anywhere, but they all have that interpretation. So, so think about this. I, 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 I under, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly why, but I know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a commonality amongst people. Like, I had a conversation recently. I was explaining to somebody how I, 
uh, till until about five years ago, I had watched a, the movie A Christmas Story every year, like once a year. So I've seen it like 35 times, right? Uh-huh. And they said, why? And I said, well, I don't know. That's just the way it is. Like, it was the way it was when I was alive, like when I was a kid. And it was the way it was when I got older. And uh-huh. it's the way it was now. So, like, a lot of people, and I realize that's true for everyone. I feel like, like you're going exactly where I was going to go with this. Go whether ahead. it's whether it's racism, whether it's, like... Actually, racism is a good is a good one. Like, I don't know why I hate black people. My parents hate black people. Like, I'm, you know, obviously I'm not referring to myself. I'm just I'm using gonna edit that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so, that's the um, new intro. So... <laughs> It's just, it's like, it's, that's what it's like. Um, it's, uh, it's a, it's a tradition. It's, it's a like, tradition. Yeah. It's a tradition. So like, this is what I know and this is what my parents did and this is what their parents did. And so, um, so I was talking to a person who is not native to the United States, like came from the Caribbean and stuff and had parents that were in, like immigrants. And she, she said to me, well, it's not like that anywhere else in the world because this is like the movie is an idea of like a, it's a, it's the perfect like the uh, picture perfect like white family Christmas right uh-huh. and that's exa- and I had to think about it and it is it's like it's like this idealistic version of idea of what Christmas is for white people because in the forties when the movie took place black people did not have the freedom to fucking vote or do anything that like the, that you know it wasn't that kind of place right? okay yeah so um so she's like brown people just don't give a shit about a Christmas story because that's not what it was like for their people. And I guess that, um, I don't know without get without now I'm going, I'm going a little far off onto the thing. I can see that point, but not to the extent that it's a fucking racial thing. I think that fucking, I didn't grow up watching Christmas story. Like I'm aware of the movie, mm-hmm. but like I've never watched it. That might not have been the best example. Well, it wasn't, no, good but example, like, but, but no, it is, it's a good example for that fucking point because it's like, I, I just, I don't think that's a racial, cultural thing. I just think it's, like, some families watched it and some didn't. Like, I always watched a Charlie Brown Christmas. Is that, like, an offensive depiction to people who are not minorities because Charlie Brown's, like, a white kid? Like, Isn't there, there's one black kid in Charlie Brown, right? Yeah, Token. No, 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 that's no South Park. That's South Park. <laughs> Token. <laughs> uh, is he, not the dirty kid, the dirty kid, no, it's the dirty kid. No, that's Pigpen. Okay. That would be <laughs> you just got offended. You were like, "No, it's not the dirty well, no, kid." I'm is just it? like, I'm just thinking. Now about... I gotta disown Charlie Brown. No, no, no. I'm just thinking like it was the for a minute. I just all I could see was the black kid as the dirty kid. But I think I hear what you're saying because it's where I was gonna go. It's like I think when most people who like most people who are defending their religion don't even understand the the actual teachings. I mean, maybe some, like, fundamental stuff, right? Sure. Like, you know, they understand, like, don't kill people, don't fucking cheat on your wife, don't fucking steal. Like, they get that. Like, that's... But that's every... That's... If there's a religion that's not teaching you those things, then it's kind of like, oh, it's a little fuck questionable. But... Because that's just, like, basically being a good fucking person. Yeah. But I think when most people get caught up defending their religious beliefs, they don't even understand their beliefs and what they are is they're getting caught up in defending the cultures and traditions associated with the way that they were raised and the way that they grew up. Sure. So There's it, nothing to do with what they actually believe. So when you challenge those beliefs, it's like you're challenging their whole system. You're challenging their identity. Yeah, their identity. Yeah. So it's like so it is kind of kind of comical in a way to me that that people that get so the people that get so offended by people like questioning their religion or whatever are the same ones that 
that have like very passionate but ill-informed views, I guess. Yes. They don't really know. They just know. Like that's just the but way it is. You know, my mother's like that. My mother is like very. She has very like strong religious beliefs. So don't like, tell me there's not a god. This is what you should do, and this is what you shouldn't do. But she doesn't know why she believes it, other than the fact that that's what she was always taught. And, like, she'll have conversations with me where she's like, well, you know, the church teaches this. And it's like, and, like, it's, I, I hate when, like, I have, like, a point, but there's no example supporting it. But she'll be like, the church, your church says this. And I'm like, it, it doesn't say that. Yes, it does. Tell me where. Tell me who. Tell me when. Point to that example. Oh, I can't. It's just what, it's just what they say. Well, fucking, it's just what they say is not a fucking... That's not a case. Like, yeah. you're not, make your point. Like, where where does it say that? Who said that? Reference the person who said it. Reference where it's written down. Like, they. It's just like it's just a series of like. It's more like this is how I grew up more than this is what I believe. Mm-hmm. And like, if to an extent, like I I can I can understand the idea that like you know you react to or against mm-hmm. how you grew up. Like you can't be in the mid, like I yeah, mean, yeah, you you embrace. It I guess you, fucking... yeah, I guess you could be true neutral to it, but like most people are one way or another. I would say between fifteen and twenty five, you are either embracing or rejecting how you grew up, and you're gonna come around by the time like you're twenty five to which one you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when when you say like, oh well, people in fucking older societies, like they just believe this because it's what they were taught and they didn't know any better. It's like really they were so fucking dumb they were so they were smart enough to build fucking pyramids with that you can't stick a razor blade between the bricks and they were smart enough to fucking create sundials to tell the exact size precise time and create models that replicated exactly what they saw in the heavens like but they weren't fucking smart enough to question somebody saying well this is what god told me like they mm-hmm. didn't that ne- that never occurred to them I mean, there's stories in the Bible about people, like, doubting their faith. There's stories in every religion about people, like, doubting what they believe. Like, don't tell me, like, oh, they only believe this because of what they were taught. It's, but it's just, like, on the other side of it, like, I think people are not really reacting. Like, I don't think a lot of people are having, like, crises of consciousness. Crises of consciousness when it comes to like their religious beliefs as much as like, they're just trying to reconcile that. Like, I don't know, man, like you hear like a priest touched a kid and now you have to reconcile that happening Mm. with like this part of your identity because it's like, Oh, I was raised Catholic and it's like, okay, but just because you were raised Catholic doesn't mean you fucking contone that there's shitty priests, just like there's shitty cops, just like there's fucking shitty people in every group of, society like it's Mm. all the fucking like but i just i just don't think they're like reconciling their beliefs because i don't think most people know what they believe i just think that they were they associate their culture with their religion and considering them like consider them like inexorable but like they're not they're mutually exclusive i I feel like most of society, and I, I might just be generalizing or making a, some kind of weird blanket statement here. It's just a belief, I guess. But I do feel like most of society is um, tries to avoid conflict as much as possible in that 
like they will just kind of like nod their head and go along with whatever it is if like rather than ruffle the feathers or like like speak up or like create like an argument with somebody they would probably just go along with like whatever it is that's being said and if it's not going to like offend them or like harm them or something like that i feel like most people just want to be liked or want to be accepted and that oftentimes is not like something that conflict lends itself well to so i just feel like i feel like a lot of people in general will just kind of like nod their head and go along with whatever, i agree whatever's being told to them or yeah no i agree I, yeah, but most people, I mean, you don't think most people at some point just question everything they're told? At some point in their life, sure, yeah. I but mean, there's... It's, there's not like, it's not like, oh, Tuesday the 15th, like, it's question your religion day. Like, Right, no, I think there's a lot of dumb... I mean, I think there's, like, countless dumb people out there who just, like, swallow everything wholesale, but, like... Yeah. I think at a certain point, everybody's got to be like, what the fuck do I think? Like, why do I think this? Like, do I really believe this? I don't, I don't, like... I don't know anymore, man, because there's, like, we've come to a place where you could have information fed to you 24-7, like, cell phones, computers, laptops, televisions, radios, whatever it might be, like, if, if yeah. I don't want to be alone with my thoughts, I'm not alone with my thoughts, ever. Like, I think we've come full circle with the amount of information that's sent to you, though, where, like, the dawn of the internet was, like, now you could find out information, like to the behest of people who are trying to influence you, you could find out information like to the contrary of like the information being told to you by like mass media sources. But now I think we've come full circle where oh, like, yeah. there's yeah. just so much like misinformation, everywhere. misinformation. Now it's just like a web of misinformation. It's like it now it's like, now I think we're at a place where it's harder to find the truth because of the internet than easier. Like 10 a years ago, it was easier, yeah. but now it's like, if you want to know the truth, don't go to the fucking internet. Sure. Because you can go like right now I can Google fucking I don't know. I can Google fucking Converse is made in a sweatshop and it's, it's fucking something's going to It'll be like show me that and then I could Google like Converse is the only shoe made in America and it's going to show me a fucking article saying that. Like yeah, it's like bizcon.r34.com or Yeah, the there's no validity. Sources. There's no validity and there's no way to fucking tell and it's like sure. what do you shout Wikipedia? You mean the place that anybody could fucking edit at any time? Like But the I guess the fact the fact remains though that if I like say we end this podcast I can, like, almost, if I just wanted to blow you off and be a dickhead, I could just put my earbuds in, like, turn my music all the way up, go home, like, sit in front of the television, turn a movie on, um, do whatever I gotta do until I go to bed, like, read some news or watch the news or something, and then wake up in the morning and pop a podcast in, which is, like, I don't know, some political podcast, opinionated some bullshit, and start it all over again, where right. I really don't have a moment to actively think, if I don't want to, right? And right, most people, right, right. I don't, I, I really feel like most people don't like thinking too much. Like they no. just don't like thinking too much. Well, dude, why would you? I don't want to think. Like, <laughs> well, sure. Oh my god, fucking! Sure. Do you know like how fucked my brain is when I think? I, dude, I'm, I'm convinced, and I hope I'm wrong, but I'm convinced. Like this is the this is the end of society. We're done. Like I'm convinced that like we're gonna be wiped out within the next five to ten years. We don't fucking exist. Like I'm, I, I'm convinced of it are you convinced so much so that you would grab a sign and and don it and like wander around center city shouting things like religious you know am i convinced enough to do that um the end is near the end i mean that's not like my personality so sure i I wouldn't do that because that's just not like who i am 
and I probably wouldn't even fucking talk to most people about it. But I think it's I think we're at the end. Five to ten years. I hope I'm fucking wrong. I hope and, so too. And the thing is, like, like I don't know. Like I would much rather have my thoughts taken away from me than think that. Which I guess I could sign up for Neuralink and fucking do, but like, well, isn't, isn't that like now we're going into like George Orwell shit? Like, that's like the thought police level stuff almost. Yeah. Well, I mean, fucking, how far are we from that? Yo, China's on a fucking social credit system. Twenty twenty five. I guess we get we all get uh, international. No, no, like the same ID. Like the, yeah, uh, the real, real ID. ID. Yeah. Dude, yesterday I watched. Um, Black Mirror, which I'd never watched before. Oh, yeah. Which one? Never I, watched what it. What episode did you watch? Uh, the one where there's a social credit score. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. One. And, like, we're watching it, and, like, I'd never watched the show ever. It was the it's first a, episode I'd ever seen. It's really fucking good. It was the worst episode for me to watch because I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is actually happening, right? Like, well, so this, that, isn't, this isn't this fake. Sh- the show, this is actually happening right now on the other side. This is actually fucking happening. To its this credit, is how though, China governs their people. To its credit, I believe the show itself started, like, like seven, eight, almost ten years ago in, like, Europe or something. So, potentially, like, the real ID didn't exist then. I guess. So it might have been like a brief glimpse into the future, but it's it's certainly like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... The social credit, the, the, the idea of like Chinese, or the China's, Chinese, the Chinese, China's social credit system fucking terrifies me. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't want to break my leaves up today, so my neighbors are going to fucking like Tell me, like, downvote me, and now I can't take a fucking bus yeah. to work? Are you fucking serious? And, like, everybody's watching the show leads. going, like, oh, this is so fucking creepy. I'm like, creepy? We're, like, we're around the block from this. Mm-hmm. This is happening. This is this is not futuristic. This is actually happening right now. There are, like, not to get off onto a tangent, but there are, there are other episodes of that show that are very poignant and, like, much more, like, prophesizing and, like, a little bit more further out in terms of, like, the time and the likelihood of... I don't think I can watch Whatever. it. Like, that it's, kind it's, of shit gets not, too deep in my head. It's not the kind of thing I watch before I go to bed because it does give me, like, some fucked up nightmares. But it's, I mean, it's it's very thought-provoking, at least. Like, I don't, I haven't watched, in the last, like, five or six years, I, I get, I, all I watch is, I consume comedy. Like, I don't watch, like, yeah. drama or action because I realize I don't have the ability, I have enough drama in my life that I don't need anybody else's drama. Yep. Like, I don't have the ability or time to follow, like, intricate storylines and comedy is none of those things. So um, Black Mirror actually is like the lone piece of film or television I've consumed that has not been right. strictly comed- like com- comedic related or whatever in the last six, seven, seven years now maybe. I don't know. But yeah, it was, it was really, it's really good. I, um, I don't know. I can't watch it like that. It fucks with my head way too much. And I just like, I go down my own rabbit hole entirely too much and I can't fucking, I don't know. Yeah. I just can't see us. Uh, I don't know. I just, I, I don't like it. <laughs> it's a little terrifying. It's actually, it's one of the reasons I would like, my brain is like incredibly active. Like, uh, it's one of the reasons I consume a lot of cannabis and also that I'm not like, I don't leave myself alone with my thoughts for extended periods of time yeah um unless i'm like in the woods or something because yeah i do sit and contemplate like weird stupid shit like this and i take myself down like incredibly fucking deep rabbit holes for no reason yeah there's just like there's just like this massive overlap of way too much creepy shit going on simultaneously across the world that like i just 
I don't feel good about where we are. I don't think I don't think things are going to get better. I mean, I think we're way too, you know, I think we're at a crossroads and we picked the wrong road and there's like there's no fucking I I don't think there's any coming back from where we are. Every morning that I wake up, I see at least five or six people have gotten shot in the city that I live in like every day, every day. Um it's not like the world doesn't seem like it's going to start coalescing around anything. Like if there was going to be a moment that it was, I think it would have been COVID and it might have shown like glimpses of that coalescing or whatever it might've been. But, uh, I don't know that there's going to be as cataclysmic of an, um, event as that in our lifetime. No, there would have to be like a big galvanizing event to bring people together. And it's just not going to happen. But if, if like, wouldn't that have been it though? Like COVID, like, wouldn't that when it's like yeah but how is a virus you know like, i don't know i'm just I, like it's because it affected every it touched every single person no it divided world. people but it, it but didn't it, galvanize it, anyone it divided people well no but it like it's its impact was felt by every single person so i i mean i guess i'm saying if there was a moment in my lifetime that such a such a sweeping change could have be, began to take place i feel like it would have been there how 9-11 uh, for, I mean, that for was, the united states maybe but like no that was a worldwide thing people People like galvanized around the U.S. and fucking. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I don't. I don't. I. I, I mean, guess. COVID. It was fucking. COVID was terrifying, and not because of the fucking disease. It was terrifying because the authoritarian fucking stance that governments took, picking, put, putting. You know, now what they have basically finally admitted is like all false fucking information. They like all of the science was fucking manufactured. It was all junk. It wasn't fucking real. The vaccines did nothing. They fucking made more people sick than they fucking helped anybody. Like, and now they're finally at a place where like they have to acknowledge all of this because like too much research has come out where it's deniable and they're just like, oh, sorry. And like, that's how it's fucking handled. And like, that to me is scarier than anything else. That's like that's the kind of like you you destroy an economy and fucking collapse a society and then you're just like oops. I really think and fucking walk away from it. I think a lot of the issue that we face as a society in general in the world is uh, our twenty four seven news media at this point. Like because there's twenty four hours in a fucking day. Yeah. And there's not always twenty four hours worth of shit to report on. Yeah. So like they start hammering home on these things and. They create these narratives. They create all of this shit, like fucking like cable news and and twenty four seven. Just the news in general, yeah, has become both like it's a gift, sure, in a way to have like honest, accurate like news representations. For, yeah, like, if there's the honest, accurate news sure, representations, but, like, none of them fucking but are. None of them are because they're all owned by corporate interests. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's Fox or because, fucking CNN no, or they NBC. All have a, like, they all have a bottom line, and they're all they're all controlled by by private fucking entities. They're all fucking controlled by Pfizer. The, the biggest advertiser... Dude, the biggest advertiser on all three major cable news networks, on all three of them, is Pfizer. Yeah. Well, they, the second is Moderna. Do you know Pfizer? They I've read somewhere that in 2016, Pfizer um, spent on lobbying a dollar for every dollar profit they had received that year. So, like, let's say they received $3 billion of profit. They spent $3 billion lobbying the government. Yeah. But that's a whole separate fucking thing. It's a whole separate fucking thing. Um, yeah. It's, uh, I think it's, it's news, man. It's like, what, what is CNN going to talk about or Fox or any of those people going to talk about like for 24 hours a day? There's not, it's just not that much shit. 
So it's just talking just, heads. It's the just news is just the heads. fucking propaganda arm of the government. It's but just done overtly now. I was, I was going to say, like, I don't know if this is true, but it feels like, it seems like in this moment, the only, I was saying how, like, all news sources are private private entities. Yeah. The ones I can think of that are not, they're owned by the country, by, like, by the government, are fucking terrifying in North Korea and China with, like, their, like, hugely censored, like, uh, uh, government-owned media, government-sanctioned, yeah. government whatever. Like, those are the examples of government-run media, and they fucking scare the shit out of me. So I don't know which is, like... Yeah, I don't know which, which is, is worse. I don't know point. which is worse. Fucking something that you know the government owns and you know they're giving you their slant, or something that the government pretends it doesn't own and, and fucking you say gives you their like, slant. Anybody could go on Fox News or CNN and say, like, whatever the fuck they Because want to, to me, really. it's the same thing, except they have two major arms of it that fucking sow division. Like... But you know, like, so like if you're a Fox person, you hate everyone else. And if you're a fucking CNN person, you hate everyone who's not a CNN person. So they just have like two arms to sow division. Like, mm-hmm. I think they're doing the same thing. I just think they're fucking better at it. We were always better propagandists than anyone else. And that's all it is. Sure. So instead of being like, it's, it's fucking dude, it's what George Carlin used to say. You have the, illu- you don't have choice. You have the illusion of choice. You don't have freedom you have owners they own you they own all of the major the fucking major media networks they own all the outlets and they just pretend that there's two perspectives to give you the illusion of choice so you feel like you're aligning to a side but while you're busy fighting with other people over shit that you disagree that you know nothing really the fuck about anyway the the people with all the fucking power are like dancing away with it and laughing their way to the bank and they're in control and they get off without fucking any repercussions I watched this uh, this actually really really engaging, entertaining documentary about the the GameStop fiasco. Like, the, mm-hmm. are you familiar with that? Like, mm-hmm. the stock price being inflated. Like to an extent, I don't really like understand how that works, but I'm familiar with it. So, like, to an extent, people had effectively like there was a there was a lot of like um, like stock portfolios, like really large, like trillion dollar retirement p- pension plans and stuff that were betting against GameStop. They were shorting GameStop, like. You know how you could do, like, future bets on, like, I bet yeah. that the price is going to increase or decrease. Yeah. So they were betting against, they were short-changing it, like, short-stopping it. So, like, meaning that they think it's, they're betting that it's going to go down. When it goes down, they profit because they, that just, without explaining too much about it, it's, like, it's a, it's just a way, another way to profit on, like, um, stocks. So, um, so the GameStop thing, like, had seen GameStop go from, like, $2 to, like, $350 or something, right? And... The whole thing, anyway, it, it was a reason for to create this documentary to explain the entire thing that happened around this, right? But so, in the documentary, there was an individual from Wall Street, the only person at, up until a, whenever this documentary was made, um, on Wall Street that's, I guess, alive today or something, that has um, taken the stand against um, any one of the large, the really, like, Lehman Brothers or whatever the fuck it is, um, in a federal case against them, right? So this guy was a bookkeeper for, uh, fuck, not the Lehman, one of those like trillions of dollar fucking pension plans, right? And um, he summed it up in a, in a really succinct sentence and he said that everything, like after this is the end of his interview, he said, um, my bosses didn't refer to like the stock market as gambling, they referred to it as a wealth extraction system. Right. And this is like, like this guy had his hand... He did the books for Wall Street. Like, yeah. He did the books. And he's saying that the people that like run that just look at it as a way to take everybody else's money because they are so fucking in power and so like yeah. untouchable that that's just what it is at this point. So yeah. the stock market is just like a game basically to them. And it's just a way – they're just gamifying 
the extraction of everybody's money at that point. It's yeah. What, that was the, this is what this gentleman was saying. So he, I mean, like, it's just one man's words, and it's like, I guess it's, um, it's objective. I always fucking confuse the two. Uh, it's, he has a, he has an opinion Subjective. On it. Subjective, yeah, fuck. He has an opinion on it, you know? Um, and he lost But it's his fairly job. objective if he was doing the books. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, sure. Um, and he, like, he went, I think he went to jail, too. Like, he, he, like, uh, I guess he had a reason to, like, take the stand to reduce his own thing, but whatever. Right. Um, I believe, I, he's a lot more believable than fucking his bosses or whoever the fuck right. it was, like uh, J.P. Morgan or Lehman Brothers or whatever. Right. The fucking, um, uh, oh, what's that guy's name? I don't know. Any number of people that have robbed Bernie Madoff, fucking robbed the citizens of the world for fucking their hard-earned money. So, yeah, um, I guess the whole point of that is to, to further, to just, I guess, um, I, I agree with the fact that it is just like a really few people in power that are kind of like pulling the switches. Pulling which, the strings. So to that end, I wanted to, I want to like espouse one, one final thought, I guess, onto like this religious thing. And yeah. I do believe that um, for me, some of the issues I have are with the organized aspects of religion. And the reason being, I guess, is because it does seem like it's used as a power of, or a tool to control people. Oh, in for a way. sure. Um, and so, every, I mean, many things are. So it's, it's not like, oh no, religion is this or that. I'm not trying to... But I guess I've seen it as that, like organized religion as that for a while, just like the stock market and like fucking everything else in the world, really. But it's like a, it's just a method of control, I guess, like another, a different kind of method of control. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> in and throughout the course of history, like religions have been intertwined and changed and related with governments and fucking, you know, like rewritten for the purpose of mass influence i mean they have like you know when you you go back far enough you know christianity predates the catholic church Mm -hmm. and you go back far enough like you know the catholic church was founded by constantine like it wasn't founded when christ died you know like traditionally it was traditionally like he made saint peter the first pope the leader of the church the head of all of his teaching but like formally the Roman Catholic Church was formed by Constantine and became the state religion and it took essentially the teachings of Christianity and merged them with some other teachings that were popular at the time to make them more palatable and then it also created like the structure of the church itself mimicked <laughs> the structure of the empire right where it's like the Pope is the emperor. Yeah, yeah. The the cardinals are like the kings, like the they didn't the call them, they didn't call them kings, yeah. but like you know the fucking the the governors or whatever, and then it goes down, and it's like you know the war, like the bishops are like the next ward down, and then mm-hmm. you know like down to like the individuals, which would have been like the mayors, were like the priests, and they all have like a role, right? Yeah, and like they all have the role, and it's all like a part of the infrastructure where they report up and down the chain. And one, it makes it very easy to scale that way because it's like a business model, mm-hmm. and two, it makes it very influential because there's an entire hierarchy of people mm-hmm. like within this system, and that's. You know, you could argue that to the positive or the negative. You could argue it to the positive saying, like, you know, if there are good things that, you know, this teaching is bringing about, then it should have a hierarchy behind it and it should be perpetuated. And you could argue that if there are bad things that it's doing, 
it shouldn't because I was growing out of control. And I could see the case both ways. But, like, you know, historically, religions have been... I mean, and then they break off. Like, the fucking... The the fucking... Is it the Methodists or the... um, Whichever one has, like... The Episcopalians. The Episcopalians are the Church of England, which is Catholicism. And they said, yeah... We're the British Empire. We're not reporting to the Roman Empire. So same beliefs, different church. Mm. There's no difference. Be- like, from a belief standpoint, from a practice standpoint. Christianity and Catholicism? Between Catholicism and Episcopalianism. Oh. There are no differences in in the fucking, in the sacraments, in the acts, in the belief system, in the book, in anything. Mm. The only differences are the reporting structure that doesn't, they're like, we're, we're not not do with this Pope guy. We don't give a shit what Italy says. Like, that's it. Okay. That's the difference. And then there's all the Protestant religions that are like, well, it's not supposed to be ornate. It's supposed to be, like, humble and this and that. You know, like, Martin Luther was like, your boy, was like, <laughs> fucking, you know, was Martin Luther's whole deal was like he started interpreting the Bible into other languages because before you had to go to the priest who was the only one who understood Latin Mm -hmm. who could read it and was the only one who was allowed to interpret it for you. And he's like, well, shouldn't everybody be able to read it? So he started publishing it in other language and he got, he had a, he had a death warrant, but like a bunch of the fucking like minor governors and stuff aligned with him and like protected him. They prevented him from getting killed because the Kings wanted him dead Mm -hmm. because he was like, going against their plan. And then there was like the other one, you know, and then Judaism predates that. And then Islam is like post Catholicism and Islam, oddly enough, completely believes in Jesus. They call him Joshua. Mm -hmm. And they, which that's like, if you look at the etymology, all that shit's really fascinating because Joshua, like in that language would be Yahshua, which would be Yahweh, which would be Yehovah, which is like, it's all the same. Like the name's all the same. They all like, which points to the, like you, everybody really believes in the same thing. They just have their own interpretation of it. But what like, what Islam basically went to was like, Hey, like Christ was a prophet, not a savior. Like that's their belief. And they're like, but this whole new Testament thing is bullshit. We need to be living the old way, which was like, you know, the first Testament, the Torah. And, um, and then they're like, and in addition to this, anybody who doesn't believe that we're going to murder them. (laughs) Like that's, that's basically like, that's basically how they look at it. And it's fucking, it's, I don't know, man, it's fucking scary shit. But then like you look at the founding of the church, the official founding of the church, like Mm -hmm. they had a meeting to pick and choose what writings were going into what was officially going to be the Bible? Like a group it was called of, the like a group of people. The Council okay. Con- Emperor Constantine organized the Council of Nicene. The Council of Nicene was a collaborative group of people who decided which scriptures were going to be part of the Bible and which scriptures the were not. Bible. Yes. Oh. And then the ones that aren't in there are still part of... That's why the whole, like, Dead Sea... Did you ever hear of Dead Sea Scrolls? Mm-hmm. So the Dead Sea Scrolls is the oldest known version of what became the Bible in existence. Mm-hmm. And there are tons of writings and stuff in there that are just not found in the Bible. And it's because they decided, like, 
what helps us get where we need to be and yeah, what hurts us. So they left a lot of shit out. And what did they leave out? And why did they leave it out? And why did they get to make that decision? Like, that's 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 tricky shit. And if you, like, if you are a person who believes in something more than, like, maybe, maybe not, or, like, or if you're a person that believes more, like, no, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, to start to reconcile that shit in your head, that's fucking terrifying. So in a way, and, like, I deal with that, right? Like, but, like, in a way... People who are really, really dumb and just are just like, there's a man in the clouds. Of course there is. Like, I wish I could be that simplistic. I envy that. As much as I like talk shit about like that, just like basic, you know, conceptualism Mm -hmm. of it, I wish I was that naive because life would be a lot fucking more palatable if I was. Hmm. You mean like in terms of like, conscious decision making or just like anything in all of it i mean think of every think of every think of every aspect of your life where you would probably be happier if you were stupid right Mm -hmm. because you just wouldn't deal with like well yeah sure like i don't know if the world's gonna end tomorrow because i don't know that there's nuclear bombs and yeah just you know like just ignorance is bliss right yeah magnify that to like eternity and that's what somebody who is both smart and religious has to deal with. On a, honestly, I think it's like the core source of my like fucking depression and mania. I do. I really do. <laughs> it's that like, you know, I remember like being like eight and having these fucking questions. And it's like, I don't even talk to my kid about religion. You know, my daughter's nine. I don't even have conversations with her about you, it. Have you taken her to church? Uh, a couple times in her life, like a handful of times. But like her mother is... Hindu, um, but she's not really. She just says she is, but she's not. Um, So she teaches her like a little bit about that, and I'm just like, no, that's none of that's fucking true. But like, (laughs) but um, I mean, but who am I to fucking know? You know, like, is that what you tell? No, I don't tell her that. No, everything that your mother is saying is bullshit. But, But it's like I don't teach her about it, and honestly, the reason I don't fucking teach her about it or talk to her about it is because I don't want her to have to live with the moral fucking dilemmas that I have to live with every day. Just, like, go with your gut. What's right, right. What's wrong is wrong. And I feel like I'm protecting her. Like, if if there's something real out there, mm-hmm. I'm probably protecting her by not exposing her to anything because then she's not making decisions based on that baseline. She could only go with what she thinks is right or wrong. And, um, you know, if the day comes where she passes on and someone can judge her, they can't judge her based on decisions that they made, you know, that I said, this is what's right if I was right, and she did the wrong thing. They can only, like, judge her what's hmm. what's actually, like, happened in her fucking heart, you know? Like, that's, and I know that sounds fucking insane, but I've thought about that. I'd rather fucking... I'd rather bear the repercussions of that than her. Did I? Maybe I should have asked this earlier in the conversation. But did your parents? I forget now. It's been a long time. But did your parents? They didn't force religion on. Like they didn't take you to church every week. No CCD. We never went to church. Basically, like it's weird. Um, so I went to Catholic so wait, school. Wait, wait. For, real quick, does that mean that your parents wanted to put religion on you, but they couldn't be bothered to go to church themselves? Correct. <laughs> Spot on. Okay, go on. So I went to Catholic school for half of kindergarten before I went to Cooser. Yeah. Um, and 
I just, the priest drove a Mercedes. And that was it. My dad was like, I'm paying all this fucking tuition. And then they tell us we got to give 10% of our income. And the priest is driving around in fucking Mercedes. 10% of the income in addition to... Yeah, you're spo- it's called tithings. You're supposed to give 10% of your income to like donate. Oh, fuck. My cousin does that. To he's the religion. A, my cousin does that. I, was, and, I don't quite understand. And he's that. like, you know, we pay this money in tuition, which probably wasn't shit compared to what I pay for tuition now. But, you know, retroactively, people made less money, too. So it was probably proportionately the same. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I remember fucking being pulled out of school because, you know, we spend all this money on tuition. And then they, you know, ask for fucking, you know, 10% of our income every fucking year so that these people who are supposed to take a vow of poverty can drive around in a fucking luxury car. And he's like, right. I'm not giving money to this. And that was it. And then I started CCD and... We only went to fucking church if I was obligated to go to church for CCD, and then that was it. Like I barely ever went again after that. Interesting. I the the tithings thing. I I know my cousin and his wife have done that for a while. I um I read somewhere that prior to settling with a lot of the like children who said they were touched by priests and shit. Yeah. That the Catholic Church was the largest landowner in the world. Um, I don't really have yeah. a great source of that but i feel like it, it seems like i think accurate. that's an accurate statement like if you have a it's not the large first time portion I've heard of that. people like giving you 10 percent of their income how would you not be the largest landowner well think about all fucking conquests and shit what do you, what's what, what do you like mean? the fucking the conquistadors and the fucking the uh the fucking the spanish inquisition yeah. and the fucking oh going back that far you mean yeah and oh, the fucking yeah, yeah. the the um why are they fucking called the Knights? The Knights Templar. So they've always given ten percent of their. No, no, no. I'm saying like, like in terms of like landowning. I mean, oh. they launched massive fucking mass scale wars where they just mm. like took over lands. Like, of course they like. You know, and then like I don't know, man. There's just so much creepy, crazy shit. It, like it's it's fucking like I think it's almost just like harmful to fucking think about. But like, mm-hmm. there's like segments within the church. There's a whole segment of church called set Adventism that just like believes completely in Catholicism but doesn't follow the Pope because they think like the because like there was a schism at one point which means I don't remember when this was but there was a schism which means that there were two Popes simultaneously yeah I remember um and they said like there was a group of people that feel that the church actually selected the wrong Pope at that point in time so they, while they remain aligned to the beliefs and the teaching of the church, they no longer remain aligned to the Pope, and they're called Sedevantist Catholics. Interesting. So, like, there's that, and then there's, like, the Knights that fucking, you know, they say that the Knights were a faction of the church that was actually, like, teaching fucking devil worship to the church goers, and it was like, like, you know, it's just like, there's crazy shit, man, like... And, you know, do I know if any of that's true or not? No, but, like, to an extent where there's smoke, there's fucking fire. Like, some of that Mm -hmm. shit had to be fucking happening. Sure. There's just, there's so much crazy fucking shit, dude. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it seems challenging to be aligned with a belief system that has had so many people participate. And it's, like, I guess what I'm saying is, um, because it's such a large population is, like, claiming to be, to be this, right? Like, Catholic right. or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of Catholic people out there that are, like, just terrible people. Like, the priests are saying, like, the priests that are touching boys or whatever, right? Like, so I guess, like, you were saying, like, it's like you have people have conflictions with, like, 
how do I practice this or how does this like thing that I believe in like how is this person associated with that or whatever, right? Is that what some, kind of like what you were saying? Not exactly. I mean, I from that perspective, I think like the Catholic Church is kind of like the old white men of fucking religion, where like they're the easiest target. Yeah. Like if you're being honest about religion, there are way worse religions in terms of the shit that they have fucking done to people and the oh, atrocities sure. they then like way fucking worse. Mm-hmm. Way and you're not allowed to talk about them because now you're a fucking bigot. But like. You know, attacking the Catholic Church is the equivalent of, like, making fun of, you know, a white guy over 40. It's like, they're the easy target. You're allowed to well, talk yeah, about they've them. Been, they've been out for so long, too. It's just, like, there's such just more of a greater amount of history to what you have to have potentially fucked up in, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's also just, like, it's so easy to be, like, well, there's so many bad people involved in it. Well, there's so many bad people involved in... I would say that the percentage... You know, unless you're talking about something that's like definitively malicious, mm-hmm. right? Like organized crime, <laughs> right? Like the percentage of people involved in the church that are truly bad people is probably the same percentage of people that are truly bad people yeah. in every group. Sure. You know, there's probably, like, the percentage of fucking fucked up Jews is probably the same percentage to total Jews mm-hmm. is probably the same percentage of, like, fucked up Catholics to total Catholics well, that, or fucked up yeah, Buddhists to total Buddhists. That's my, that was my point, I guess. Like, because it's such a such a large religion and it has such a lengthy history, it's been, it has just had far easier a time and, and a chance There are much larger religions, though. With, like, like what? Like, fucking the Muslim religion is larger than Catholicism. Well, okay. It's not larger than Christianity, yeah, but it's certainly larger than Catholicism. I guess I, I, guess I when I tend to think of religion, I think I do think of um, Christ, Christianity and Catholicism are kind of one and the same. I guess it's very different. Like as a non-church going individual, it's quite difficult to understand the difference. And I'm not really necessarily looking. I mean, to, to have them explain. The, I guess, but it's no. But there, there's a lot, dude. Fucking, their religion, like Jehovah's Witness, is is a Christian religion. Fucking Mormonism is a Christian religion. Fucking Rastafarianism is a Christian. Rastafarians believe in the teachings of Christ. They're just, they're Catholics who smoke weed. Like that's essentially what they are. Yeah. Fucking, and they do like, and it kind of like mixes a little voodoo in there. Fuck it. There are so many religions that, like, off the top of your head, you don't even think of that you don't re- even realize are fucking Christianity, like, versions of Christianity. Like, there's tons of them out there. So Christianity is the umbrella of God. Christianity, no. Christianity is a blanket term where there is a division of a religion that believes in, believes that Christ is the son of God and the savior of humanity. Oh, or that's that the, that's the baseline that's or that it is. at minimum following, following the teachings of Christ is like what puts you in a position to like do better in the afterlife. Mm. And there are a lot of religions that take that stance. Mm. You know, Christ is obviously the central figure of Catholicism, but he's the central figure of Christianity. Mm hmm. You know, Catholicism is a version of Christianity, which does not, you know, other versions of Christianity predate Catholicism. Um, 
the big three are all Abrahamic, right? Fucking Islam, Christianity, and Judaism are I all. No, I have no idea because I don't know what that means. And now I realize potentially so they're all in the religious conversation. So so Abraham is the founder of Judaism. Okay. Christianity is an offshoot of Judaism, as is Islam. Okay. They're, they just, at different points in time, but they all roll up to Abraham as the founder of all three religions. So what you're saying is it's like, one is like Bitcoin, the other one's like Bitcoin Cash, the other one's like Bitcoin Gold, the other one is like Bitcoin Classic. Exactly. They all just fork from each other. Yeah, they all just fork off. Okay. So the big three all like have the same exact origin point. Mm-hmm. But um, just like Bitcoin Classic and Bitcoin, yeah. There, there you, you go. go. Interesting. But um, all you have to do is talk crypto, and I would have explained. But yeah, but like, around. there are bigger religions than Catholicism, much bigger. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and I, I would, I, I would say that there's got to, you know, if if thirty percent of Catholics are pieces of shit, and I'm just picking a number then probably 30% of every people in every other religion are pieces of shit. The same way that 30% of people who play golf are pieces of shit. Or 30% of people... I would think maybe a little higher skewers for the golf course. 30% of people who fucking, you know, I don't know, fucking enjoy fishing are pieces of shit. Like, you know, it's like... I can't speak to the fishing. Game. There's a certain percentage of all people that are fucking shitty people, yeah, and that is sure. irrelevant to is not exclusive to whatever group they are it's part the, of the per capita shitty yeah uh, sad, the assholes per capita yeah. assholes per capita within any group <laughs> or of same. organized structured group of people i'm sure that's the, that's the case for most things we are uh we're way in do we want to call this one uh did i miss the chance to hit the post we oh i didn't put the post up fuck yeah right, we should do that so we you should... could hit the post right now because the post will come in when i put it in Okay. Yeah, you should do that. Can you give me like 30 seconds to prepare for this? Oh, yeah. Hold on. All right. Post is there. Go. Fuck. So I've wanted to do this ever since I used to listen to the Kid Chris show back like 20 years ago to hit the post. Fuck, I missed it. I missed the fucking post. I have Fuck. A secret, don't laugh. I thought it was the end of that file. <laughs> I don't like that. I hate right. that. Well, that makes sense. Oh, fuck, dude. I can tell how wet you are. Fucking, you're hustling. Please don't steal my stuff. Are you fucking, are you walking in here with fucking wet cancer farts on your head? I was just going to say, I think.